0: Welcome to the first edition of the Viking Podcast. This is uh, Tanner and... What did you say your name was again? Cody. Cody, right. Cody. Uh, He's the guy I found behind. We're trying to find somebody to come on here to start this off. And I couldn't uh, (laughs) (laughs) because we were looking for somebody that was, like, smart and, you know... Preferably good at working out or good looking, anything like A- that. Anything. It right? could have been anything. And I don't know if it was the short notice or what, but I found none of that. Seven <laughs> so instead, we got uh, uh, Ryan.
1: Yeah, Ryan.
0: Ryan here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, everybody, welcome Ryan to the podcast. Hey, uh, hey guys. Uh, as you can see, we're coming to you in, in black uh, color. <laughs> yeah. Very awesome lighting. 3D black. I should light some of these candles, maybe.
1: Oh, I never thought of that.
0: That would have have been candles. Candles. We could have totally been way more lit. Mood lighting. Isn't that what the kids say nowadays? Yeah, it's lit. We we could have been lit. Yeah,
1: it could have been fire.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I don't know.
1: I think fire might have been a little bit like 2015. Was it? It's lit now. Like on
0: fire. Mm, Or that's fire.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. You'd think lit would have came
0: before fire. I think it would have escalated from source.
1: See, lit, what we used to do back in the day of being, like, lit, you're drunk.
0: Like yeah, you're that's what I said, like, lit. you're lit up. You're lit like, up. Like, Buck Cherry wrote yeah. a song about it when I was younger. I mean, right. that, was, that was the cocaine.
1: Right, yeah. But yeah. now it's like, oh, that's lit. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's but what I
0: was thought. Oh, so you're on cocaine.
1: Yeah. yeah. So all these kids in here, like, man, that's lit. lit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What, don't, fuck? Don't say what are you that. talking about, yeah, man? don't be lit.
0: You can't <laughs> talk about cocaine, and they're yeah. like, yeah, hard, you can.
1: It's hard to maintain a job if you're lit. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't don't be lit.
0: When I was a kid, you, it, like, if you smoked weed, you're like <laughs> you're kind of badass.
1: That's, yeah, like, yeah. Well, it was kind of
0: bad. Yeah. Like, if, like not bad, but like whatever. Yeah, you're like, you're like man, oh, like that guy fucking smoked weed. Fucking marijuana. That guy yeah. has
1: marijuana. Yeah,
0: that's cocaine now. <laughs> yeah, but like, you didn't even like nobody did. The only people that did cocaine when I was a kid, like, were bad motherfuckers from out yeah. of town
1: and like hell's angels and shit yeah or yeah. people on tv yeah. yeah
0: yeah now all of a sudden it's like like guys are like yeah i went to a party last weekend we're fucking we had like blah blah blow all of this i was like blow like that like <laughs> like the cocaine yeah and they're like yeah I was like what the fuck man nobody just came and said that yeah no now you got like fucking old people sitting there smoking joints with fucking their kids and shit
1: yeah Nice laid back, drug. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, none of this no blow
0: mess, good job, Trudeau <laughs> you just legalized yeah. fucking blasphemy, yeah, in this so it is that's a gateway drug, you guys, tell all your kids listening out here? It's a gateway drug, it's a good way of getting lit, yeah, nice thing, but yeah. yeah, it's lit, all right, yeah, fuck, so anyway, this podcast is not about drugs, fuck, well, I'm out, it's probably going to be about drugs. <laughs> Performance enhancing. Yeah, performance has Yeah, it's got different <laughs> We'll type. talk a lot about performance enhancing, yeah. guys, because that's what the kids are doing nowadays as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they are or not, but it doesn't look like it. I don't think so. No. Performance enhancing. Like, they're enhancing the skinniness of their fucking jeans. Yeah. I can tell you that, but they're not, en- they're not enhancing their performance. So anyway, we're going to talk today a little bit about getting back into the gym after uh, the COVIDs have... Just decimated our populations. You can tell by the just piles of bodies in the streets. But now that that's just over out of nowhere, we're going to talk about getting back into the gym after such a decimating pandemic as the one we went through. Um, talk about kind of, you know, how to get started again. I know most of you guys are just real fat and weak now. Just got off your couches and you're sitting there being like, well, you know.
1: I used to be good half. yeah I haven't done anything for a year and a half
0: yeah so we can talk about uh, how at least you can pretend for a couple days to give like that you give a shit and you can get back to the gym and maybe it'll stick for some of you um and then yeah we'll just kind of go over some some uh, reasons why you should uh, come to this gym this this is the Viking podcast so if you don't think I'm not gonna promote my own gym on this then you're sadly mistaken it's gonna give
1: me a 40 minute. Infomercial. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Like I'm basically gonna shame everybody that listens to this into coming to this gym. That's the intention. We'll see how good it goes. Um, and that's about it. So you know, I think a lot of people when they get started into this, you, you're newer to starting working out yeah. than I am, right? How long? I would been, think so. How long yeah. have you been going?
1: Oh, I mean, like I when we first started at Old Viking over by Tate's, I guess it was.
0: Six years, ago. six years ago, six or
1: seven years ago, maybe it hasn't been seven years, yeah. Jeez, yeah, seven years, I guess, yeah, yeah.
0: So, if anybody that out there doesn't know, um, Brian here was he started <laughs> off coming, <laughs> was that I no, like Ryan? Ryan, Brian, Brian. Brian? I like Brian, Brian, yeah, okay. So, Brian, well, why not? Bri- Brian, right? So, he Brian. started coming to the gym, I was the yeah. owner, uh, he wanted to get them gains and we were the House of Gains, the IHOG. Totally. International House of Gains. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he showed up uh, and got some of those gains we just talked about. And then ended up buying into the gym becoming a trainer. (laughs) here. Yeah. Right? So he kind of knows what the fuck's going on when it means about starting at a gym like this. Because these are – I'll talk to you guys a little bit about or my take of – Working out versus training versus exercise and kind of the difference of that. And when you come to a more performance based facility, much like this one, high performance. High performance. High performance high facility. Octane. Yeah. Then you're gonna have to prepare to be inundated by performance. Yeah. So and so Cody, right? Cody. That's what it is. Corey.
1: I get, I got Corey all okay. the time back in the day.
0: <laughs> and Jody. Yeah, you look like I a, would get you Jody. look like a Jody. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I fucking no, you, don't. You look like Jody. A Jody chick. Jody is a chick. Yeah, exactly. And I maybe I, you just act like. No, a Jody.
1: that's bullshit. <laughs> I I'm not a Jody. I don't. Do you know anybody off top of your head that named Jody? Yeah, I don't.
0: No, you fucking. Yeah, don't. yeah I do. I know a guy named Jody, and I know a girl named Jody. Bullshit. What,
1: Actually, shit. What the fuck would I gain to lie? I know. There's how, a, how would I gain lying? I about know. That? I know a Jody as well. There's Jody
0: who used to be right beside us at the old Viking. He owns BioClean. Really? Yeah. Ah,
1: oh, fuck. And his All name's
0: right. fucking Jody. Okay. And then there's a girl I went to high school with. Her name is Jody Yeah, well. I
1: know. I actually have a relative named Jody. Yeah. yeah never mind.
0: But you look like the female Jody. <laughs> 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 anyway. You look, yeah, you look
1: like the one opposite of you. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Corey, or Cody started coming to Viking, and then he got to experience the just inundation of a performance yeah. athlete, and then to where he's become today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Low Octane, eighty two. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty two octane. So we
0: we'll, well uh well tell us about that story. Tell us about why did we just fucking get reading this this, What what right. was the what was the story there?
1: Like when I f first yeah, started. Yeah, like
0: well, how did it feel to, to go from somewhere shitty to coming into Viking and getting, well, we getting were, a performance so on it? So
1: we were um two other buddies and I started working out. We first started into in his Spare bedroom where he had like a bow flex. Was the bow flex in there? Yeah, the bow flex was in there. And like we're talking Walmart easy curl bar, some plastic weeder weights, and I can't, there was something else in there. Uh so that's where we started. And I mean like so we would we'd go and we'd crank in some pre workout. We'd sit on the
0: couch what, and wait. What, what were you running? What, what period were you oh, running there? I think
1: it was Assault. Um, oh, oh uh, what brand is it? Muscle. Uh, mus- not Muscle. I've ah, seen it. Yeah, it's Assault. And it
0: they always have the. F- just.
1: You yeah. wait there until your insides, your ears itched. Yeah. And then we fucking hammer it in that spare bedroom.
0: I got some stuff the other day. It's called Total War. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. Same thing, though, as you <laughs> take it and, like, yeah, it's my soul tough. is itchy. Yeah. Like, you just. You got to work out because you just want to...
1: you got to get it out of your body.
0: Well, they just, yeah, it makes you feel so uncomfortable that you want to work out to get the itch off of you.
1: So we do that anyway. So we did that for a little while, and then we moved into my basement, which is a little bit bigger, moved everything down there, and then we trained in the basement. And then uh, Brady and his brother came to you first. Don't know who, which one... Brady came first. Yeah, he did. But I think his brother was training with you before that even
0: not for like a fucking week
1: okay so all right so and then Brady's like he made
0: excuses not to come for a month after his first week right yeah and then so
1: and then Brady trained at Viking once and he's like Cody Jody you
0: have to come (laughs) Corey (laughs) Corey Ryan
1: (laughs) you have to come and try this out and I was like fuck that I have all this shit in my basement I'm not doing that yeah why would we why would we do that and he's like dude just come try it I was like, fine, whatever. I think it still took me a couple of weeks to actually do it. And he actually got me on the Atlas stones because mm-hmm. he t- talked about lifting Atlas stones, right? Yep. And I was like, what well, that does sound kind of cool. And I mean, I don't have any like anything like that down in my basement. So whatever. So I went to Viking. And after the first time, uh, after the first training session, we were like, yeah, all right, this is way better than my basement. We had a lot of fun doing it when we were doing Atlas Stones, log presses, um, keg loads, yeah. all that kind of shit, all the strongman shit. Well,
0: we used to do a lot of strongman, oh, ton of it. Bitch.
1: So yeah, and then we went on to uh do a couple of programs, and we were hooked. So yeah, that's kind of how we got in. And then you could go down to Tate's, grab a half sack of beer, and come back, and that
0: was those you know, serious. That yeah. was that was what it'd be. Friday afternoons, yeah. get some. Get a half sack of beer. Yeah, sit down. It was just good. fucking go. Yeah, yeah was that good. was that was those were good times.
1: So that was that was my. Kind and then of- all the because
0: like for anybody that's in Lloyd Minster that's listening to this, Tate's Liquor Store and the old gym used being the north end of town, yeah. which is different than the south end of town. Very north of the tracks. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of you know. I mean, the people are. Uh, they're different up there. They're north of the tracks kind of yeah. people. Like when you when you hear the word north of the or the sentence north of the track, yep. it's everything you'd think it would yeah.
1: be. It's the Mill Woods of Yeah, Lloyd but Dentster. it's like even
0: it'd be worse. Mill Woods is worse like, than Mill Woods. Yeah, it would be more like um what is it? Like 118th or whatever it is. Oh <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Mill Woods was a lot of like someone um, just got.
1: Hammered like beat down outside of a, a bus down in that area. In Mill No. Oh, we, in one eighteen. Where
0: you're talking? Oh shit! They actually reported it. Yeah. Oh, usually they there's so many of them they don't. Yeah. Yeah. When I worked, or, when I lived there, I worked. I it was a Culligan man, and I used to deliver water down in that area. And it was fucking scary. I was the repo guy. <laughs> I was the fucking Culligan repo man. Did you be like, you don't, can't afford this cooler. Yeah. I used to go. It? I used to go and take fucking crackheads coolers away from fucking. them. No clean water for you. No. Well, I mean, and they needed the water. Yeah. (laughs) Like their teeth. Their teeth alone needed something other than just crack and fucking Diet (laughs) Pepsi or whatever. But they, um, yeah. So I'd have to go into these fucking apartment buildings half the time and repossess these water coolers. So I'd have to knock there. I'm young, man. I'm like 21, 22 years old. And like. Yeah, you knock on a door and it'd just be some nasty-ass motherfuckers and, like, houses. There'd be just kids everywhere and, like, people passed out. All like, it was exactly what you would think okay. and stink. Those places would stink. Yeah, anyway, Piss. I'd be like, I'm here to take your cooler. And they're like, yeah. what? They're like, uh, your water cooler. You haven't paid for it in, like, three years. I We need it back. And they'd be like, fuck you. You know, get all mad at me. I was like... <laughs> So sometimes you'd try to go get it. Other times I'd just look around and be like, "I'm making like eighteen bucks an Not hour. Not
1: worth it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'll just say they weren't home. But sometimes you'd get a few. But so that was a put, cool job. they were
1: putting those water coolers on layaway. Then, like you just put them on. Like you can pay for. Like was that twelve dollars oh, yeah. a
0: month? Dude, this was like nineteen. No, so we had about two thousand, maybe nineteen ninety nine, somewhere in there. Oh. I was just a young, young buck. Yeah, a little wet behind <laughs> the ears. Yeah. Anyway, so you I mean yeah, you didn't have they didn't have the internet. No. So you know, like I would have to write paper bills for everybody. Oh, I suppose, yeah. yeah. So you gotta think, like all you'd have to do is go in and say, and and Culligan was a delivery service, much like any other, where you'd say, Okay, um, we'll give you the cooler, but you gotta buy our water. Right.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But
0: if you the cooler rental would be you know i don't know like 15 bucks a month i don't know pick pick a number It'd be something like that maybe 20 15 bucks a month yeah and you'd start off they'd give you okay like to sign up and we had sales we had a whole sales team and those motherfuckers would go to that area to pad their stats cuz if there's anything a fucking crackhead likes it's free shit yeah so they would go in and be like hey like man you guys look thirsty you want you want <laughs> some like you need some high quality water and they'd be like fuck yeah i do man like i'm thirsty <laughs> you yeah. know? And uh, so they'd give them their cooler and then like four free bottles of water, right? And they'd say, like, sign here and what, blah, blah, blah. Well, those sons of bitches would never ever order another bottle of water again, right? So you'd end up with this cooler that would never get paid for. They'd drink their fucking, they'd drink their four bottles of water and then never pay for the goddamn cooler. So then I'd have to go fucking pick them up, which I mean, it was entertaining. I never got shot, which is a huge, there's a few times where I was like, man, that's a bonus. I don't know if I'm making her out of here. And, like, what a shitty way to go. Shot by a crackhead working for Culligan. <laughs> for Culligan, yeah. Wearing my little zipper <laughs> zip away cargo pants because they'd get too hot. <laughs> That's what they were. That's what our uniform was. Zip away cargo S- pants. Yeah, so your cargo pants with a Culligan shirt. said, like, hey, Culligan man on it. used to love getting that every day. And then, yeah, you got a little hot. You'd zip the fucking bottom of the pants. you zip the legs out the pants. Function man, yeah, no, you look good. Too. And function and those fine little getaway sticks, yeah, yeah, you know, right? <laughs> looking pretty tight, yeah, yeah. My little fucking 14 inch calves just rippling, <laughs> carrying those bottles up and down some stairs, real good.
1: Making base camp on the landing oh, halfway up,
0: yeah, so it's the only color guy riding a seagull in Edmonton. Yeah. But,
1: so then, all right, since you, since you had little uh pencil stick legs, mm-hmm. so when you started the gym in Edmonton, then how'd you <laughs> fix that situation?
0: uh yeah it's a good story this uh, this is (laughs) i told you this one yeah so i was feeling a little thin because i'd been thin my whole life so that's what this is everybody see i'm not that i'm fucking like some adonis now or whatever but they don't picture me being a little like on the thin side but then it's funny because everybody i grew up with is like yeah that's what he was like we kicked shit out of that fucking... Yeah. Like, I was, yeah, here. Like, yeah, like I was the epitome of everything uncool, yeah. including my stature. And uh, yeah, so I'm up in the city and I was just like, man, I, you know, I'm early 20s. Now it's time for me to stop looking like I haven't hit puberty yet. So uh, I went in to a gym. I was like, OK, I've always been pretty extreme with everything. Like if I do something, I'm like, OK, let's fucking skiver pretty risk adverse you might say anyway I found this gym I was like it's called hardcore gym so I was like awesome I want to be hardcore right <laughs> and it was on ironically enough it was on my Culligan run there was I never went in they never did have water they had their own situation but I did see the place all the time I was like wow ah, you know it's like you know it looked like an old school like almost like rocky style bodybuilding gym. So I show up there, <clears throat> meet the guy, he seemed pretty cool. Um, but there was like this little front entrance of the gym, and it was actually kind of nice. Like it was, you know, there it was it's kind of decorated up, looked half decent. They sell some supplements and stuff, a couple little couches and a chair, uh, chairs and tables. So you're like, you know, this place is yeah, it seems inviting, right? Like this is this is good. I'm gonna be hardcore, but yeah, like not in danger, you know. Uh, And he's like, yeah, I'll show you around the gym. Okay, cool. So I walk in, and fuck, everything just changes, like, instantly. It was everything you thought it was. (laughs) Like, I walk in, and everybody is just fucking huge, like, massive dudes. And uh, I didn't realize that's where, at the time, now anybody in Edmonton listening to this is going to know that this, this gym morphed into a few different things, right? But at that time... This is where all the guys, this is where the guys in Lloyd or Lloyd Ebbington trained. The biggest guy. I mean, there's pro bodybuilders in there, there's two or three. There was two or three of them that were like they ran the show, man. Like these guys were the guys. Cause in in a place like that, it's all about hierarchy. It's all about like it's not like nowadays where you just walk into a gym and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, man, you there was rules, right? They weren't stated anywhere, but there was fucking rules, right? And I'm walking in. I'm like, you know, six foot four, 175 pounds or whatever it was, maybe, at the most, maybe 180. That's not a big guy at all. And these guys are like, these guys were fucking 180 birth weight, some of them. And uh, so, so uh, the guy's like, yeah. Well, did you bring your shit? Like, you can start working out today. I'm like, "Uh, no, I'm good, man. I'll I'll sign up, but I had to go home and get fucking mentally prepared for this. Like, this was. uh, this was, uh, I'd never seen anything like this before. So anyway, I go home and I'm just thinking, I was like, holy fuck, like what? But then in the back of my head, I was like, okay, well, here's the deal. If you, if you can even remotely fit in there, you're good, right? Like my goal was I wanted to be 200 pounds, right? And I think the first guy I'd see, I think he'd taken a 200-pound shit about five minutes before I got there. So I'm like, man, if I can even just, Hang with these guys a bit, and I knew, like, I, even at that age, I was I would played high level sports my whole life, so I kind of understood how things worked. It's like, shut the fuck up, work fairly hard, like, get after it, and just don't talk until people fucking talk to you, and then say the bare minimum. Here is a lesson for all your kids out there joining a scary situation: shut the fuck up and listen. I don't do I don't do it well now, terrible now at it, but. When I was at, when I was younger, I understood this, so I did. And uh, the first time I went in, though, I was like, you know, pretty fucking scared and insecure feeling. So I, uh, much like a lot of people, are going in these gyms. So I, I, I had these long sleeve shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out, though. <laughs> so I put on, I think it was three long sleeve shirts, right? Because I had like the biceps of fucking Calista Flockhart at this <laughs> point, right? Like it was just God. I was, you know. It's it's so funny that I see it. It's funny now, but fuck, it sucked at the time. But, um, so I put on three long sleeve shirts and then a t shirt over top because it's like early 2000s Like, yeah. that was just, I wanted to look thick and cool. And cool, so yeah. So I made sure I put the short sleeve shirt over, over top, top of the, the long sleeve shirt. Because, yeah. like, bro.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Like,
1: and you frosted your tips of your hair. Yeah. Like,
0: I looked like fucking, I just got off the f- set of friends. Like, it was yeah. fucking. It was good to go.
1: <laughs> or you were like yeah. a groupie for Smash Mouth or
0: something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. I threw some fucking silver chair in my fucking headphones. <laughs> yeah. And away we went, right? <laughs> so anyway, I stroll into this place wearing my fucking bomb suit and my short sleeve shirt under my nine long sleeve shirts. And uh, I'm like, okay, now what? You know? The guy wasn't there that signed me up. It was some broad. And she's like, yeah, babe, I beat myself in. He's like, these little cards, babe, babe, go in, change, come out. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I gonna-? And uh, just for people that had never been there, people was- there was a chain-link fence through the middle of this gym that separated the guys that were fighting from the guys that were training. Like, because there was a fight gym in there.
1: Oh, that that's pretty sick.
0: It was. At, yeah, at the time, I was like, holy fuck. Like, this is... Now, I do MMA and shit all the time. And I'm like, I would love to go back to that gym. You could go work out and then go, you know, but this is, and this is like they were fighting like MMA style shit in like the early 2000s. Like, this was pretty legit, right? And, uh, yeah, it was funny because now I'm like, man, I don't want to be back at that place. But at the time, I was like, oh, man, look at these barbarians, you know? <laughs> <laughs> look at these yeah, yeah, Look at these <laughs> fucking guys. Anyway, I, uh, yeah, it had a chain link, so I mean, and then that chain link fence then ran right to the middle of the gym, so you'd have some guys working out on the other, and like, it was it was crazy, and then like dirty, it was an old warehouse kind of thing, and anyway, my first thing is I I, I walk up to a, a squat cage, which I know as a squat cage now, at the time it, it would have been the weight thingy, the, right. the, the thingy, the weight that the frame, weights, yeah, <laughs> the frame that holds the weights, right, and I, th- I thought, you know, I'll just watch what these guys are doing. You know, I in hindsight, I now know what they actually were doing. But I, I was like, I'll just watch what they're doing, working out, and see what happens. Right? And uh, I'll do what they do. Anyway, this guy doing some curls. When I was like, well, yeah, I fucking seen Arnold do that shit in the magazine. So, yeah, curls, man. Get them arms. <laughs> get them, get some fucking gains in my arms. So, anyway, I uh, started doing curls in the squat cage with a barbell. Which 45 pound barbell doing arm curls when you're my size? It was it was hard, right? I was like, "Holy fuck!" Anyway, <clears throat> I'm sitting there doing my curls in the squat cage. Which now we can all laugh about this, and everybody should know where this is gonna go. And all of a sudden, this like shadow casts over top of me, <laughs> right? <laughs> casts over top, and um, I'm like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Sir, can they pay the bills in here? Like, what's going on? And the light just went out, and this guy's like." The fuck are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Right? And I turned around and it, it, it was, uh I think the guy's name was Ron partlow I think it was him. I never, I ended up kind of knowing the guy a bit. I wished I would have asked him this after. He wouldn't have fucking remembered anyway, but he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, there goes my shut the fuck up. Like, my goal was not to say anything to anybody for, like, the first two weeks. And then first day, this fucking behemoth, looks like a fucking Sasquatch, comes up and asks me what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, does he mean, like, what are you doing? As in, like, maybe I can learn from you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, what the fuck are you doing? You're an idiot. I the you know, we can, in my head, maybe it was more the former, less the latter. But yeah. we all know where it was going. So he's like... Uh, he goes, you do not do a fucking arm curl in a squat cage. And I'm like, oh, that's what this is called. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, bro. I, I kind of looked at him. And I was pretty, I've always been a pretty honest, like not honest, but like a fourth rate guy. I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I said, if you have any pointers, just let me know. Right, he goes, well, you can start by not fucking doing that. <laughs>
1: get out of the fucking squat yeah, cage. Yeah, get
0: out of the fucking squat cage. He goes, if you're going to do curls, go do like, you know, barbell or dumbbells or something like that. But I don't know if I told you this part because I was thinking about this before we did this podcast game and we were going to end up telling stories like this. But you know what that guy told me, actually? And I didn't. It's funny. I was like, well, what the fuck do I do? And he goes, "Why well, train people. You can hire me or whatever. I was like, no. I don't, fuck, man, I work for Culligan. Dude. Yeah, I work. Yeah. Do you want some? I'll, give you, I'll hook you up with a guy and sell you water cooler. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's like, well, he goes, you just need to do squats and uh, squats and presses and deadlifts. And I'm like, none of those are training my arms, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, why would I do any of those? And he's like, that's how you get big. Do those, and then that's how you'll get big. I was like, okay, cool, Ron. I think it was Ron. I think it was Ron that said that. But either way, let's let's assume it was. And then I just went and did more curls and stuff like that. And then I learned the bench press and stuff like that. But it's funny because I started off bench. It was all I could do to bench press one thirty five. So that's a fucking wheel aside. Like that's that's crazy. And it was all like I could barely get it up. My goal is I don't want to do that for like eight or ten. You know. But long story short. I ended up hanging out with these guys. I made buddies with most of them in there. Just kind of, like I said, by shutting the fuck up and just you know. And a lot of times they'd come and they would ask me things like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I'd be like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah. You know, like if you have any advice, I'm hope. Can- I'm all ears. But I said, like, I, I would love to tell you what the fuck I'm doing, but I don't know. You know, I seen some shit in a magazine one time, and I watch you gorillas do this shit, right? And then that was actually one of the first things they told me, too. He's like, well, how much you eat? And I was like, what the fuck does that matter? And I was like, because this like, shit was all foreign to me, man. Now it's like, now it, it makes so much more sense. Like, eat like a horse and squat, deadlift, and press, and you'll, be, you'll do great. And that's what everybody needs to do. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, I said, I don't know. I, think, I said, I eat quite a bit. And, you know. he goes, OK, take what you think is quite a bit and triple it. Right. I think I've told you guys that before in here. The, some of this I just take the guys biggest want to get bigger. Yeah. Biggest meal you've ever eaten or the biggest day of eating you've ever had and triple it. And then you'll grow. Right. And squat, deadlift and press. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So they uh, they helped me out quite a bit. I ended up. So I was one seventy. Yeah. one seventy. I ended up leaving that gym, about two hundred forty five pounds. Jesus. Two hundred forty five, two hundred fifty pounds. Right. Just benching like in the mid threes. Probably squatting in the mid-twos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Leg pressing, you know. But no, it, it was uh, – I always remember the bench press because it went up so bloody much. But, yeah, just – so I guess my moral of the story is is you get people that are intimidated to come into facilities much like this one or any facility, and it's, it's ludicrous because most of the people in there just want – they most people want to help you out. And it's actually funny because Viking – Everybody thinks that you're going to run into all these assholes yeah. that aren't going to be nice to you and, they, you know, they're going to be these big, mean, bearded, fat power lifters. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not the case. But the assholes actually go to the gym that's the safest because that's why they're assholes. They need to be the king of the shitty people or the weak or whatever. You, I mean, whatever you want to say. And it's funny because you come into the place with the – that you think is going to be the scary badass dudes. And they, a lot of them are pretty badass, but they just want to help. You know, everybody started somewhere, right? So, like, you know, I always said that. I, I tried to help everybody. That's I think that's why I got into this industry is after I went through that process, I was like, I'll help anybody, man. Like, when kids would come up, I'd even go offer it up to guys that just looked lost. I'd see that look on people's faces. Like, I went into different gyms as, as time went on. I actually worked in a couple of gyms in Edmonton when I was there. And I'd see that look in some poor son of a bitch's eyes where he just he's my he was me yeah. you know, maybe wearing five shirts or whatever, <laughs> and I I just go and be like, hey man like, yeah you, you're good or like how how you making out there? And by this time I was pretty big right I was yeah. you know I looked like I worked out anyway I looked like I was been spent some time in there so
1: and you can tell just by how people are doing certain movements whether they know what they're doing or not. Absolutely. And I mean you can pick it up in a hard especially if, especially if you've been doing it long enough you can tell immediately it was like okay this guy either hasn't gotten training from anyone or he hasn't (laughs) researched it enough or he just obviously doesn't know what he's doing yeah and then and then after that you can typically tell if they're going to be receptive to any type of because some people aren't (coughs) some people are egotistical and won't take any or they think take it well anyway
0: well it's funny because like we've talked about this before where a lot of people nowadays especially the weaker people i mean weaker mentally and physically tend to have a narrative that if they can buy this narrative that that justifies them being weak they will fucking fight tooth and nail for that narrative a lot of strong people i find are, are a lot more willing to be pliable yeah. in a lot of ways right so and i'm not generalizing that on everybody but it, it, it is very common and uh so what you'll get is and like I get this lots even when I give advice on, on diet and, and working out where they're like, oh, you know, the science says that that's not right. Like you can't just fucking tell people to say that like or you can't just tell people to do this and like, oh, like the science doesn't say that. And, you know, like I have some pretty hardcore methods of doing things, but you've been stuck in a rut for a while. You're going to need to knock yourself out of that. And you got to, you know, everybody wants to, you know, this narrative is to give yourself slack and to let yourself kind of have your moments and all this bullshit. And you can see that in guys in the gym where they're like, man, you're too good. You're too nice. You're reading a narrative that allows you to be nice to you. But being nice to you made you you. And now whether you're real big and fat or maybe you're super skinny, like, When I was skinny, it was because I didn't have the balls to go get bigger. And there's a lot of people that are fat that don't have the balls to go get skinnier. But nowadays, with the internet and with everybody being a fucking expert on everything, they start believing this narrative. So you do go talk to somebody and you're like, hey, man, like, you know, you know, is there your your squat, like your quarter squatting? Here's a perfect example. Your quarter squatting, bro. Like, just just curious. Are you trying, you know, yeah, like, I, I'm trying to get some some size on my legs. Okay, cool. Well, that's awesome. Why don't you try squatting the whole fucking way down? Well, I read on the internet uh, that uh, actually that's 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 bad for your knees. And, uh, yeah, like, you'll get, like, a butt wink or whatever, and then, like, it'll start to, I'm like, that's complete fucking horseshit. Humans were fucking squatted right down to the ground for, like, the first 10,000 fucking years of us sitting around a fire. You know what I mean? Like, they've they've actually proven that, that that's good for you to to plunge your body down into a squat. Kids do it all the time. But yet all of a sudden now, all these fucking people decide that, you know, well, you shouldn't squat to full depth because it's hard on your knees and it's hard on your back. That's horseshit. That's a bunch of weak people trying to change the narrative and change the science to make it so that things are easier. But you're still fucking weak. At the end of the day, after you're done with your science and your narrative, it's, you're fucking weak. Right? And then they give you shit. Well, you can't do it. That it's like I said the other day is, you know, I could tell somebody the sun's going to come up tomorrow morning. And it does. And they're like, well, that's, you know, good job. You actually know some stuff. But then the f- guy sitting out in the fucking sidelines that has nothing to do with it, he's like, well, you know, the sun didn't actually come up. The, the, the science actually proves that the, the earth manipulated its rotation and its angle in which to now you see the sun. So the sun didn't actually come up. You're actually lying to people by saying that. What actually happened was the earth manipulated itself, so now you can see the sun. <sighs> it's so fun, man. How are we ever going to get anywhere? You know? yeah. If we just change... Uh, if, we, if we have to change everything to make it more palatable and make it feel better, we're fucked. And I think that... So what I offer to everybody out there is embrace the fact that this is a bit of a challenging process right oh
1: it's it, it's tough I yeah, mean you gotta is. have you have to accept the fact that it's going to be tough yeah. it isn't easy no now uh, whether you're gonna be a powerlifter bodybuilder um, well and especially and we talked about it before like a competitive bodybuilder you have to be crazy Like you have to be a little bit nuts yeah. to be
0: you have to have a from my from my standpoint you got to have a high level of insecurity a lot of times. To, Not all the time, but sometimes. Yeah. There's the guys that work really hard with it. There's guys that with, with the bodybuilding that they just really like to work and train and sculpt themselves. Um, they're very few and far between. Most of them were guys like me that were so so scared and so ashamed of being skinny that they go into this addiction of, it's what I think they call it, Dodona syndrome, where you look in the mirror, no matter how much you look in the mirror, you're still just skinny and shitty and weak, yeah. right? And then the next, like I said, I got to 270 pounds doing that. So so that's, uh, it's Good. it's hard. It's fucking real hard. But yeah, you're right. It takes a certain amount of mental disconnection to be able to do it. So powerlifting is no different. No. You put your body through hell for that shit, like joints and strongman. We we did some strongman. You realize how fast that shit beat the piss out of you.
1: Oh, man, you come out just destroyed sometimes. Yeah. Lo- not sometimes, most of the time.
0: Yeah. But you got to do it. You got to put yourself through these things. Yeah. Like, it's better to have tried it and said, man, my body won't handle that, than just to be like, well, the internet said that uh, I, I won't be able to handle that, so I'm going to go and do fucking spin, or I'm going to go and do some yoga. Yoga's working out, you know. It's like yoga's stretching, And let's just leave it at that, which I'm not bashing yoga, but I've done it. I've done the high, like not highest levels because I can't get there. Yeah. But I've got yoga. I've done yoga in the past to the point where they they are pushing you. And I understand why you think it's a workout. Well, that's a, what a segue between working out training and we could probably go over that. And then did you have anything else to say on that other piece? No. I think I kind of cut you off. No, I. Sorry, Corey.
1: Nah, that's fine. Uh,
0: My goal on this podcast is just to cut the guests off as much (laughs) as possible. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you're just a dumb. It's my
1: turn now, Ryan. It's my turn. Yeah, you're just going (laughs) to be
0: a, no matter who's in that chair, they're just a talking dummy for me. (laughs) I'm going to get like Jordan Peterson in here. Yeah. Be like, Jonathan, shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You need to shut up for a yeah.
1: minute. I'm talking. Do you
0: even lift, bro? <laughs> this
1: is my podcast, yeah, not exactly. yours.
0: Yeah, and is this called the fucking Jordan? I don't see your <laughs> yeah. fucking name on the podcast. Go back
1: to your house, and you do your
0: yeah. own. Yeah, this isn't called the psychologist's <laughs> podcast. This is the Viking podcast. You're a sounding
1: board for me. i shut yeah, the fuck up.
0: Exactly. If you have something that supports what I'm saying, go for it. Yeah. You, other than that, keep your fucking mouth shut, okay? Okay, Jonathan? Come yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway... The working out versus training versus exercise. So exercise. This is my take on it. Um, there is, it can be more refined. I understand, but I am going to give you the, the the basic version of what I what I say because it, it, it might help the way that you make your decisions. So, exercise. A lot of people say I am going to the gym to, or I'm going to the, yeah gym to exercise. It's like okay, well exercising is just physical activity, right? So like baseball, playing baseball is exercise, right? Uh, mowing your lawn is exercise. Basically. The way I categorize exercise is just anything that's getting heart moving, getting out, moving around, like a nice brisk walk, anything like that. It's just it's it's, you know, emitting just you're 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 breathing heavier than usual. Right. Um, Working out now is where you actually go to a gym. You're actually pushing yourself to uh, a limit and that limit ain't even working out like CrossFit. They're working out. Workout of the day, right? They're not training, in my opinion. Some of them do. But for the most part, when people go to CrossFit, they're working out, which means you don't increase the stimulus a whole lot. They RX, what it's called. So once you hit that number, it's not about increasing the stimulus. It's about cre- increasing the speed in which you do 75 clean and jerks or whatever which to me that's working out now your body will adapt to to that stimulus and then stop right so if like farm work you know you could call that exercise but you know i've done some pretty strenuous shit not compared to like a lot of the farmers around but you know you've seen these guys well if you go and lift like for me it was chop so say you pack six pails of grain, three per arm a day, it's going to be really heavy, it's going to get lighter, it's going to get lighter, it's gonna, and then it's going to stop getting heavy, but your body's never going to adapt past that. So you just got good at packing grain. That's all it was. Same with CrossFit or, or ideas like that, metabolic conditioning type workouts. And I'm not bashing, I'm just, this is the way we got to look at this, I believe, to so we understand what we're getting into. Um, is that you'll actually just get really adapted to... Exer, or exercise and physical activity, and then it'll actually get, you'll get so good at it that your time increases, right? But if you ever watch, then Steve, with I guess she come on here and talk about this better, but it's funny because I was like, why are CrossFit girls just jacked? Like, you've know what's that?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So CrossFit girls are big yeah. traps, big arms, like they, like, you know, they, they look good. Big legs, big ass. And then the men all look like women. A lot of times, unless they're genetically put together. But most men end up getting quite small from CrossFitter or or not really that muscular. Not as muscular as they should for the amount they work out. Let's just say that. Because I know there is some muscular guys. So before you guys are out there, well, fuck, I'm a CrossFitter. (laughs) Look at me, I'm fucking yoked, right? Well, yeah, maybe you're genetically like that. But as a rule, and I've done CrossFit too, just so everybody knows. They're like, well, you've ever done it. Yes, I did. And I noticed something right away is that Men adapt really fast to stimulation, right? And I hate to pigeonhole us men into one gender, but we are men. And we have testosterone, and testosterone allows us to adapt to physical stress very, very, very well. It's almost like we're built for killing and going to war and hunting. And we are. And fighting. So we adapt to physical stress really easy because of our testosterone levels women don't they don't have the bigger testosterone levels but what women what that allows women to do is if i have say a five rep max of and i'm a man i have a five rep max of or sorry uh, let's go with this let's go backwards a one rep max of 500 pounds right my that's my one rep max my five rep max is going to be, let's say, 300 pounds, for example, right? Well, that's a pretty good gap. That's a 200-pound gap, right? Now, women, being that they're less less muscular, less densely muscled, their one rep max might be 200 pounds, right? But because they're not lifting as much, their body maxes out at 200 pounds, maybe their five rep max is like 120, Right. So if you look at that, the man's one rep max and five rep max are so far, it's, it's a big gap there. So when he goes and does like 10 reps or 12 reps or 15 reps or 20 reps, he's not even his body isn't even working because he has such a high level adaptation to that one rep where women, they they don't lift as much. So everything they lift is closer to their max. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: yeah. I knew you were going with, yeah. with this earlier. Yeah. So
0: then what happens is they actually start to develop more muscle compared to what they're actually capable of a lot of or, or comparison to the capabilities between them yeah. and men. So women adapt really well to CrossFit because they that high repetition is so close to their max lift. Yeah. And then they also don't adapt as fast. Women don't typically put on they, they will off the start. But as they get farther into it, unless they're gonna supplement with with hormones, they usually it it, they hit plateaus and they're tough to break, just because their bodies don't adapt as fast as males because of the testosterone level. So that man's one rep max goes up really fast too, which then even gap gaps it out even more. So that's like that's working out, right? When you're just when you're you're getting farther away from that one rep max. Your body's just going to adapt and, get, and go into coast mode, and you're just going to get faster at doing it. And that's what CrossFit is. Training, on the other hand, is what we specify in here. And it's not like personal training. It's just training is when you have a goal, you have a number, you have an idea of what you're trying to do, and you incrementally increase yourself towards that goal. Right? So you say you want to squat 500 pounds. When you train, you're gonna squat 200 pounds. The next day, 205, 210, 250, and you're you're gonna let your body adapt and bring it towards that goal. And when you get there, you can't lose. Like it's hard to lose those gains, right? Where the other gains, where you've just adapted to working out, you lose those fast. The guys that just go to a box gym and do, you know, sets of 10, 12 for bench press and stuff, you, you they'll most of them admit it. Is once they stop, it's gone. Right? It's just, it's over. It just goes away because yep. they, they were never adapting. They, they, their body wasn't in an adaptive situation. It was just working out, it was just doing what it does. But when you're training, you're pushing your body so far into this that if you ever do have to take time off, you don't lose it as fast. Oof. You don't lose it as fast, right? And I think that that's right there because life's going to happen. Yeah. Life's going to happen, and you're going to take some time off. If you go work out, chances are, if you're just a workout guy, you're going to have a hell of a time getting back. You just are.
1: Well, that's a mental thing too, right? Like, the mentality between someone who says, I'm going to go work out compared to somebody who's like, I'm going to go train, is a lot different. Yeah. Like like I said, um, one of my best clients, well, a woman, because tra- I've trained a lot of women in the past, um, and... Like I was telling you, uh, had a she worked out essentially for the first while while she was training with, with me. And like I said, she's she was no really uh, any level higher than any of the other women I trained. Just average, just yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, but she got in. She got in her head when she she wanted to do figure competition. And um, as soon as she got that in her head, she got a. A legit uh, diet plan down and then she trained with me and not just with me but she had extracurricular stuff she was doing spin she was doing a bike just around town and stuff like that and she got dialed in and she worked towards doing the figure competition over a year and she got made more progress than i've ever seen in any of my other clients before and that was the mindset between she had a goal she would train towards that goal she didn't come out in and work out anymore it was training towards that goal Absolutely. and obviously uh just because that was last june the competition got canceled uh in 2020 so unfortunately she couldn't do it but up until then she was a laser beam dialed in yeah
0: and yeah that's that's the other too. is just because like i say, that you got to incrementally work towards something a lot of times with with bodybuilding or figure whatever body manipulation, let's call it appearance manipulation. Um that does become a style of training cuz you are actually using a metric to gauge which is your body weight, your body composition. Yeah. Um
1: every week she was she was getting yeah. tested calipers and yeah. everything.
0: Mind you that is fleeting when you quit. That that is the one shitty thing cuz I was a bodybuilder before. Yeah. When you stop it's gone. It's like Two months and you've you're you're
1: yeah because that regimen is so intense oh, that like you can't and you can't maintain yeah you can't, and that's that's part about you have to be nuts to maintain that past oh, that's crazy just for the fun it's an of addiction it. yeah it's an addiction it, it would have to be
0: I mean anything's an addiction a habit is an addiction in a way right so mm-hmm. it just you you get like I mean after I stopped yeah it was so weird just to eat normal like eat yeah. three meals a day with whatever you want it was like this is fucking weird man
1: and like you. We've seen it. Well, I remember one person anyway, and they used to be a, a bikini competitor. And I think it's typical with um, bodybuilders is once they fall off, they fucking oh, fall off. Bad.
0: Yeah. Well, you've you've messed up your metab metabolism a lot. I'm gonna get into some fasting and and restricted eating habits on this podcast because I yeah. believe that they're actually important. They're the exact opposite of what I've done my whole life. But just gorging yourself with food every three hours is not—I I can attest with it—not good for your digestive system and your metabolism. It just isn't. It, it's manipulation. There's no way in hell that humans should be eating that way. But we have it available to us, and people do it, and it's entertaining. But yeah, no. If you have a goal, you're gonna be—I mean, you sound like I sound like some fucking Tony Robbins bullshit. But if you have a goal, it is—it is easier to be to be motivated yeah. and. Um, Also, too, is like the nice thing about facility much like this one is um, Viking Strength and Conditioning, (laughs) Lloyd Minster, is that everybody around typically has a goal. Most people here have an idea of where they're at, at least an idea of where they're going. A lot of them have a really detailed idea. And everybody tends to push each other towards that. And it's um, a hell of a lot easier to stick around and stick with it when you kind of feel like you got to be there. Where a lot of these places, it's like nobody even gives a shit. But you know what I mean? It's like, where you been, bro? You see him at the bar. Where you been, bro? You know, yeah. your shirt's looking not very tight today. So, yeah. But anyway, what, um anything else to say on that?
1: No, I think that's a good good intro. Yeah. I mean, I we got to simple. talk about drugs already. I love drugs. Crackheads.
0: Speaking of drugs.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, right.
0: That Northman coffee.
1: Yeah. More yeah. drugs. Wow. Well, yeah like oh, sh- yeah, I won't say anything.
0: Yeah, I was just I was saying that the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, has banned Northman coffee. So anybody out there that doesn't know what Northman coffee is, <clears throat> there's a glass of it right there. It is uh I, I part owner of the company, so we're going to pimp this shit <laughs> all day long. Yeah. It is actually the greatest coffee I've ever drank in my life. But that's why we have the company, is because it's unbelievable good coffee. It and you're great. actually drinking the light roast right now. Yeah. And. You're digging it. Yeah. See, yeah, nobody likes the light, like, light, light roast. Because they're like, oh, it's light. you know." Yeah, it's good. It tastes it's like li- water. It's yeah, like, no. Nah. It's, it tastes better than. tastes like water mixed with the greatest coffee ever. Exactly, yeah. It creates just flavor. But anyway, yeah, like I was saying, the fucking Olympic committee called us there, sent us an email, and they're saying, yeah, you've been banned from the Olympics. Yeah. Because of performance enhancing <laughs> abilities." So basically, <clears throat> get it while you can. Because I don't know how long you'll be able to get this stuff. Because apparently it's. Highly anabolic, highly uh, performance-enhancing. You, I mean, it's crazy. We, uh, w- we definitely have been thinking about sending it out to those ladies out there in the Olympics that are competing against men. Yep. They're going to need it. They're going to need it. So I've been yep. thinking, like, I don't know how long of a time frame we have before it's official, but, <clears throat> like, we saw that guy that's going to compete against women and. Weightlifting. The
1: guy you think looks like a cab driver. The
0: cab driver, <laughs> right? It's like these these women, and then a cab driver dude with a ponytail, and you're like, "What? What? What, what, what is that?" And it's like, "Oh no, that that girl's competing in this." What? What girl? What girl are you talking about that's competing with these other girls? You mean
1: that three hundred pound dude, right three hundred pound
0: cab driver, <laughs> that guy? Yeah. So anyway, long story short is. If any of you ladies out there that are competing against that guy at the Olympics, the, the, it hasn't been official yet that Northman Coffee is, but they've officially told me that they're banning it. So there might be a bit of a window here for you ladies Get that it. are competing against the cab driver guy at the Olympics in weightlifting, of all things, yeah. because it's not like men would ever have an advantage <laughs> in weightlifting no. over women, as we just talked about. Yeah. Northman Coffee, I bet you that if you do have a chance... Of beating that guy at the Olympics, it's probably Northman Coffee. So
1: So seize some of your own before the RCMP come and seize this stuff, cause
0: Right. NorthmanCoffeeCo.com. Yeah. Performance enhancing drugs that aren't completely bad for the Olympics Not yet. yet, but soon yeah. will be. And it tastes good. True. Right? Yeah. So that's the thing about steroids. They usually don't taste good. No. This does. So I don't know. Anybody, I mean, there's just a lot of... Just taking shots at mm. Diana Ball. <laughs> yeah. We should just start grinding D-ball up and put it right in the coffee for Why those. not? <sighs> but, it, but then, the, those, but then those, the, those girls will start looking like that yeah, cab driver true, guy yeah. that they're competing against. And yeah. We don't want that. No, that's true. Because some of them are probably good, attractive women. Yeah. Good looking women. P- against the cab driver guy. Yeah. So actually, I've seen that a lot. There's actually a lot of women out there nowadays that are f- being forced to compete against men in sports even MMA that they're talking about doing it. So that's good because that shouldn't go bad ever.
1: Well, they have done it though, right? Oh, right. They did. Yeah, yeah. the Fallon Fox thing.
0: Yeah. Did she get... The, uh, did she... Is that the one that got her head smashed in?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And I yeah. mean like with some of the arguments like, oh, they're not even that good. I don't give a fuck if they're not that good. Doesn't matter. Get one.
0: A dude that's trained to fight yeah. is going to be substantially dangerous to a girl that's trained tell
1: to tell you fight. right now, Brock Lesnar... Decides to start on her hormone <laughs> treatment right now this year, and then decides one year from now he's Brianna Lesnar <laughs> and, and decides again, he he's destroying everyone. I, agree and with I mean, this. like, they'll die.
0: I agree, they with will this. die. I agree with this. Yeah,
1: one punch, you know, one punch, one punch, the women, they will die.
0: Her head will come off yeah. of her body and end up in the yeah. nosebleed.
1: And I'm not even being a dick about it. I mean, get punched by yeah. Brock Lesnar in a dress, and he will fuck you up. You will fucking die.
0: I would yeah. die. I would die. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> Why? Well, and it. Yeah. I. I don't. I mean. It, it, but hey. We're progressing, man. Like yeah. this is. This is good. This is. This is all good. Like I mean. I can't wait to watch the Olympics and watch a cab driver <laughs> that's 350 pounds just <laughs> kick the living shit out of oh. a bunch of women. I. Can, man. I am fired up to what if i i don't have a tv <clears throat> but i will i'm personally boycotting the olympics or any sport that allows this fuck that i if i like that's sadist to want to watch guys beat the shit out of women at anything yeah. like come on man
1: even the so, weed thing where they disqualified that uh, chick for the weed thing like come on look, sure if it was steroids or whatever <sighs> whatever but marijuana are you kidding me are you fuck i haven't seen so is that many- your
0: take is that your take on it for the I haven't talked to anybody about this.
1: Oh, you have Okay, so yeah, that's my take. Okay. Um for weed? Yeah. I mean, come on, it's not a performance enhancing. You don't you don't performance see performance unenhancing. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's a more of a a handicap than anything. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Okay, what's your take on that?
0: Well, here's my take. Is I I don't disagree with you. Okay. The actual smoking of weed itself is Probably not going to, like, I don't know why it's banned by the Olympics. They, they must have some reason why they did it, but for whatever reason, that's the rules. So, my problem is is so that girl that's from the States tests positive for marijuana, and how far are we from the Olympics?
1: Honestly, I don't, I don't, not too far not now. Not too far, right? No. Like it's coming closer. Yeah.
0: And this wasn't that long ago. I think ago.
1: everyone's down there now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, my problem with this is. Is she tests positive for weed? Now I one hundred percent agree that weed shouldn't shouldn't be banned. Whatever, maybe as a yeah, whatever. No, I I don't. I think that weed should. You should be allowed if it's legal to to just go buy it at a store. You shouldn't, especially this far out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? However, I bring bring it to you this way. If you know something is banned. Yeah. Don't fucking do it.
1: Yeah, uh, like, You're right. You, you are right. Just because
0: you that. agree, just because you don't agree with it being banned. Here's the thing. You trained, that girl, I'm assuming, has trained her whole life or a good portion of her adult life and some of her adolescence and childhood to, to go to the Olympics as a sprinter. Yeah. Okay. Do you need to smoke a fucking joint that bad that you're going to take whatever, 20 years, whatever it is, years of working your ass off to get there you need a joint that fucking bad that you're gonna go smoke a joint and then fail a drug test yeah. so my take right. is, is should it be should it be banned probably not but should stupidity be banned too yeah like
1: yeah i, you know, I, I agree with you. come on, that on part, man and I then sit there and part. act like a
0: victim over it and have the entirety of the united states in there this is bullshit if there's a russian that got fucking banned i don't think the u.s would be too fucking no. pissed off about it no Right, but instead, they're like, well, this is dumb because we shouldn't. You, you, she was just smoking a joint. It's like, yeah, but it's the fucking rule. They're written right on, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure she's got a pamphlet that said, don't be getting fucking high before the Olympics. Yeah. And no, then oh, she, you're right about she chose to go get fucking high. Yeah. So maybe she didn't get banned for performance enhancing, but she should have got banned for being a fucking idiot. Yep. Because what are you doing? You knew that that was going to be the case, and you still went and did it, and then you act like a victim. Well, I don't know. I didn't see her act anything. I didn't really see her talk. I'm assuming she wasn't happy about it.
1: No, I think in her excuse was that her grandmother just passed away, and she used it as a coping mechanism. So that was kind of her, hey, this is why I did it. But like you say, it's fucking <sighs> written in the rule. The, the, Nothing there's, like
0: honoring there's your grandma. Great- yeah. Like getting kicked out of the fucking Olympics. Yeah,
1: No, you're right about that. You're, you are right about so that. So
0: I don't know. It just shit like that. I hate it when people do that and then they backtrack. Whoa, 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 whoa. Victim, 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 victim. It's yeah. like, dude, or girl. <laughs> yeah. Dude is the Olympic lift. Yeah. You knew, man. Like, you knew. Yeah. So what are you doing? And that kind of pissed me off because then everybody's like, whoa, we need to change this right now. It's like, well, sure, maybe, but it's too late for her. Maybe you should teach people to be disciplined whilst going to... The, like, if I'm going to go to the Olympics, i am working my whole life to go to the Olympics, and maybe I like drinking Northman coffee. Which God knows I love drinking me some yeah. Northman coffee. But now that it's probably going to be banned for the Olympics, and I'm going to go to the Olympics for something fucking super cool, like probably, like, men's doubles trampoline or something like that. Fucking right. Then Get a I'm going to be like, as much then- as I want to wake up every morning and fucking have a cup of that just black gold that is Northman coffee. Just that. I mean, the smell of it just, it makes you fertile by smelling it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because why? I'm going to the fucking Olympics. That's why. Why? Hey, everybody's like, why aren't you drinking Northman coffee like everybody else in the world because it's the greatest thing ever? It's <laughs> like, bro, I can't because I'm going to the fucking Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Keep it, Keep yeah.
1: it under control.
0: What would Andre, my fucking trampoline partner, say? Yeah. If I test positive for Northman coffee <laughs> yeah. before I went to the Olympics. Like, You'll come double on, man. bounce
1: him into the fucking roof. Exactly. <laughs> you can't be exactly. double bouncing your partner. No. Shit. Men's no. double trampoline. You fucking lose, man. You can't yeah. do that.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that's the other thing, too, is I think the one of the, there was written in there that they didn't want, especially javelin. Oh, man. They said, it, mixing Northman coffee into the Olympics with a javelin, to, like we all know how this ends. <laughs> Three people stapled to the balcony. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I oh, mean uh, that that part got I was okay. When that it, makes when sense. You, when you say it that way, it's okay. Yeah, it's responsible. At least in javelin and discus, shot yeah. put, shot put be
1: like getting cannonballs from yeah. twenty miles out.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like fucking yeah. mortar Round, strike. rounds off the Bismarck. <laughs> dirty mortar strike from the fucking uh, yeah. the Canadian shot putter from Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. So gotta be careful. Okay. Anyway. this is uh that's about an hour i think that's a that's yeah plenty long enough for us to talk about but drugs and coffee drugs coffee and transvestites yeah so that's good awesome okay well uh until the next episode of this podcast this is Corey and tanner (laughs) signing off (laughs) we out